Yo. What's good, man? Oh, no, I'm good with you. Chilling. Okay, okay, okay. How was, how was your night? It's cool, man. Or are you at home? Yeah, I'm at home. I got to check the charge real quick. I'm good to go. Okay. Where you at tonight? Back row. What's up? Oh, oh, I'm trying to get the charge. All right. All right, we good. Okay, so I have questions for you. Um, are we going to go strictly off the TikTok? Like, should we be like, okay, so we heard this TikTok, and so today we decided to talk about safe words and stuff? Yeah, 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 we can go off the TikTok. We'll, we'll put a disclaimer because it might trigger some people because it's dealing with spankings and rough stuff like that. Hold on for one sec. All right, man. Is that my phone or your phone? What's up? Is that my phone with the music or your phone? That's my phone. Oh. All right. Can you hear my TV? Do it. Is your phone charging? You good? Yeah. Can you hear my TV? What's up? Can you hear my TV? No. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, did you want to want me like to play the TikTok? So, like. They can know what we're talking about, like what we heard and what we basically like basing this conversation off of, or um, yeah, we can do that. We can do that. All right. Like, okay. So let me know if you can hear it, because I don't know how loud it'd be on the mic or whatever. Uh, just, just to test, test it out and whatnot. All right. Uh, it's been coming up more and more. I'm gonna cut straight. No. Recently, it's been coming up more and more. Don't they cut it up louder? Dominance out there seem to think that no, do it. hitting a sub safe word is a All right. goal. All right. And today we are. Safe word viewpoints. Okay. And I am ready whenever you are. Oh, yeah. Oh, one more thing. I'm going to try to segue into some other stuff about like dealing with um, safe words and dealing with also, um, it just relates to it, you think, um, like how do you deal with um, when you're in, in vanilla space, how can you use like non verbal cues? Well, for safe words or just for communication? Because this is all about communication, so. It's not about communication. It's about safe words. It's two different things. All right, friend. We'll do safe words. There you go. Thank you. <laughs> thank, see, no, see, see, thank no, but, you. Okay. I, I understand what you mean. Like, um, that would be like nonverbal communication, but it wouldn't be towards a safe word in the scene because okay. you really wouldn't be doing a scene in vanilla, you know? 
Yeah, do you want to do safe words and hard limits too? Because I feel like he touched on hard limits. I think he said something about hard limits too. No, he just said, um, here, I'll play it again for you since you sound like you don't remember what it is. You ready? Yeah. Recently, recently, it's been coming up more and more that dominants out there seem to think that making some safe word is a goal. And that's really worrying to me. <clears throat> like, a safe word should mean that you've been pushed to the point of hitting a hard limit or something has freaked you out to the point where you've got to call a safe word to stop the scene. That's not a goal. That should not be what you're aiming for. Safe words are important. Safe actions are important, like tapping out if you can't be verbal. These are important things to keep your sub safe, to keep the dom safe as well. Yes, doms do use safe words too. But for some reason, there seem to be doms out there who are specifically saying on TikTok, huh, I've made every sub hit their safe word. Or, oh man, I've not been able to make any of my subs hit their safe word. That's not a goal. That's the opposite of what... Recently, it's been coming right. up more... Okay. So what we'll do is, we'll do the introduction. You'll play the... You'll be like, we're going to talk about this, and then play the audio, and then I'm going to say, let's get twisted, and we'll go right into it. Do you want to say, let's get twisted, and then play the audio? No, I'm play, play the audio, then I'm going to say, let's get twisted. Okay, so I'm give the intro... Say a yeah. topic and go into the audio, then you're gonna yeah, say like, yeah. Listen. yeah, do a segue like we're gonna listen to this audio so you can yeah, understand what we're talking about. Right. Yeah. I, I gotta make sure I shout out the person and everything so it be all square. Yeah, yeah, I'm uh, and I'm gonna I'm do a uh 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 a uh a TikTok me like hey we're talking about this on the podcast and we shout them out. We're yeah. not gonna talk bad about him, we're just gonna talk about oh, the topic. I understand what you mean. Yeah. All right. You ready? Yeah. Are we recording? Yes, we are. You positive? I got the record. It's recording to the cloud right now. Okay, just making sure. Come that time you said you good. Uh, I know, I know, I know. And your charger is all good, right? <clears throat> With your charging is all good. It's getting there. <laughs> okay. All right. So I'm gonna go ahead and go. All right. You good? Just about. <laughs> I think I'm charging me. Oh, no. You need a new charger, man. No, because I got I'm going to keep track of my damn phone more and more. You ain't get computer fix yet? No, I'm going to go buy a new one once we get these taxes. Yeah. All right, there we go. We good? We good. All right. <laughs> good morning, good evening, good afternoon. This is Sir Twist and the Villain coming to you from the Twisted Villain Podcast. So today we will be talking about safe words and different viewpoints on it. So me and Vil listened to a TikTok and um, we just wanted to go over it and 
is you thought it would be a good topic. So it was made by at Clockwork Bear on TikTok, and here's the audio. Dominants out there seem to think that sub safe word is a goal, and that's really worrying to me. <laughs> like a safe word should mean that you've been pushed to the point of a hard limit or something has freaked you out to the point where you've got to call a safe word to stop the scene. That's not a goal. That should not be what you're aiming for. Safe words are important. Safe actions are important, like tapping out if you can't be verbal. These are important things to keep your sub safe, to keep the dom safe as well. Yes, doms do use safe words too. But for some reason, there seem to be doms out there who are specifically saying on TikTok, huh, I've made every sub hit their safe word. Or, oh, man, I've not been able to make any of my subs hit a safe word. That's not a goal. That's the opposite of what... Okay, like I said, the audio was from... The original audio and sound was from at Clockwork Bear on TikTok. Yo, let's get twisted, y'all. All right, let me, let me, before we start this, let me go and say this might be some triggers for some people. So if you don't want to... If you ain't really with this one, I'll suggest you go ahead and go to the next one that we, next week. But we're going to talk about it. So, um... I'm gonna ask Twist, Twist, what do you think about the whole Doms and Masters using their sub safe word as a as a as a as a benchmark or as a as a glorified tool? Well, I would say it all depends. I personally for all, only I can speak is for myself and what it is that I do. So I do not hold my slaves or service kitten or the person that is bottling for me i do not hold their surf they say their safe word as a benchmark like um normally i use the basic generic safe words when playing with anyone new like the basic generic safe words is green yellow and red and that's the ones i usually you know stick to when i'm doing the scene i don't use nothing like pineapple or you know, banana or anything crazy like that. Just use the regular standard safe words. All right. Um, I tend to use uh, the stop the stop sign method, or what you like to said the uh, the light method, where you know red light, green light, yellow light, red light. And I don't have a particular safe word. We also have a um, non-verbal safe word that we use when you know she can't verbalize it, but it's the ball yagging them out or something like that, where it's not able for her to say what she needs to say. I don't think. In my opinion, I don't I don't go around bragging saying, hey, I make people use safe words. It's not really my thing. I mean, if it happens, it happens. I tend to, when I go with a scene, it's either until she says she can't have enough, so I guess that is hitting her limit, or, you know, she colors out. But I mean, I guess in a negative sense, it could be if your goal is, remember the goal is not to hurt anybody. That's the ultimate goal. You don't want to hurt them, you want to please them. So. If you're using the, if you're using that as a badge of honor, then you might. I'm not gonna say, in my opinion, there might be a bit of unsafe play about it. I don't see it being a healthy thing. Be like, I make everybody tap out. You know, tapping out is one thing, but if you make somebody use the same word because they physically can't handle it because you're just going too hard, then yes. But it should be, it should be something where like, okay, they've had enough and they're not hurting, but they're like, okay, I'm, I'm satisfied. My, my desire. I'm like, eat. You don't want to eat over enough you want to eat just enough for you okay i'm full thank you i've had enough now if you're doing it to the point where they're physically just like i can't take it and then they use it then yes 
And, you know, if you're using, you know, if you use yellow, that doesn't necessarily mean that the scene needs to stop. Maybe you need to stop, readjust. Maybe it's too intense and they just need to take a second just to gather themselves. And then, you know, you work back up. That I don't think that means go immediately back to where you were. But, you know, at the end of the day, it's all about keeping yourself safe and keeping yourself safe because these can be dangerous things that you use. And so, you know, the safe word is a good thing and it's not a bad job either, I don't think. <clears throat> Excuse me. I don't think it's a bad job either for somebody running around and say, oh, I make every sub I dealt with top on the cloud. I think that's a little unhealthy, but that's just me. So I have a question for you off of some of the words that you used. Um, you use color out. Now, is it kind of your goal to have your bottom or submissive color out of a scene or what? Um, I never I never go into any scene thinking about her coloring out. Normally I think it's either until depending on like it depends on the time we the time management we have with the scene and it depends on how intense it is. Sometimes, you know, it may be a 10 minute, 15 minute scene and it just be like, okay, I've, I've done enough spanking. I felt like she's had enough and we just stop. And then there's been other times where it was a little bit longer and it was just more intense and she was like, she said red. And it wasn't nothing that I was shooting for, it's just what happened. So I don't I don't intentionally every time we go into a scene thinking, okay, let's red out. There have been times where she's expressed that she wanted to get pushed. So if that's what she wants, then you know, I don't mind pushing it a little further, but my goal is never to color out. Okay. What about you? For me, I, my goal is never to um, have my slave color out of any scene. Um, basically, my goal is to make that slave or submissive enjoy whatever. It's 18 plus. And my goal is to make that submissive or slave have an orgasm during my scene. That's huh. what I get off on. Like, um, yes, the pain and pleasure comes into play is just knowing what bush, what buttons to push and over time, um, stepping up that bar. Um, like, i give you an example for me and Bunny, like when I first started to bite her, like I didn't go in and try to draw blood the first time I bit her, you know? Yeah. It was a, a genuine, um, graduation of increasement of pain like I would go a little bit longer I bite it a little bit deeper and as time go went on her pain um, threshold rose and along with that her pleasure in that pain of me biting her rose as well so yeah my goal isn't to make my slave color out or um read out of any scene i think i answered your question yeah um i know i know there's a misconception i think that i know a lot of people who are vanilla have uh, i know me and my friends we saw our main girls tap out from you know from you know just the sex that's different than having somebody color out tapping out from just overstimulation is one thing but having somebody use their safe word because you know there's different reasons why they use their safe word sometimes they're using it because the scene's just really intense and they're just like hey i want to grab my bearings and then there's another time where it's like you're legitimately causing them physical damage and they're like hey red i need to stop this is not now that's what's happening then i feel like that's a bit of an issue but like i said I'm, i wanted to differentiate the difference between somebody tapping out from sexual pleasure 
versus somebody coloring out or using that safe word. When you use a safe word, that means that something a lot of times is going wrong. I think mm -hmm. sometimes mix up that safe word with them tapping out. Sometimes you, you can tap out and that's fine, but when you're using your color out or, or you know, safe word, it's because there's could be potentially physical damage done to them. You know, whether you restrain them and the restraints is tight and too tight and it's starting to hurt. And it may not be from what you're doing. It may just be for something that they've done to themselves. So you have to take those things into consideration too. You know, you don't want to toss somebody up too tight to where they're, you know, they're losing circulation and then having the car red. You know, you kind of want to make it fun for them. So, you know, you have to take that into consideration. So I definitely say, you know, tapping out is a little bit different than, you know, coloring out. And I think what my man's on the, um, on the TikTok was saying was he was speaking from as far as like somebody coloring out because you're causing them actual damage and not from tapping out. So I think there's a disconnect between somebody tapping out because you're doing such a good job and somebody coloring out because you're actually physically hurting them. So I think when me and you, at least for me, when I say, you know, they're coloring out, they're using their safe words because they're actually tapping out, not using their safe words because they're actually being physically hurt. But as dominance, it's not our place to try to um, understand why they're coloring out or using the safe word. Is just to take them at them using the color word, the color um, coloring out, using a safe word, or tapping out, as in stop immediately and come in and see what's going on. Doesn't matter if it's nothing wrong or if they just had enough or something really is wrong. And you need them to come in and um, see what's going on. That's not like for us to judge, I guess I should say. It's like if a bottom said red that's it you go in you see what's going on the scene ends you get them down or from whatever and you know you go into aftercare make sure everything is okay mentally physically and go on from there um i think it could be uh and, and i and i and i use this this whole thing i'm about to say sparingly that could be a little bit of immaturity on the sadist side feeling like you getting them to use their safe words is a good thing because like you said you know when they do use that safe word they color out you should definitely check with them at the end of the day you should definitely talk to them if you're okay hey why was why was it needed for you was the restraints too tight was i hitting too hard or was it just the scene was just feeling too good or were you satisfied you know you should definitely check with them, but you run around saying that you made them tap out and there's not an indication of why they did it. It can come off as toxic and dangerous because, you know, I asked my mom submissive about that. If she was to talk to a dom or, you know, or, or a top that was like, hey, you know, every sub I've talked to have used that safe word and, you know, they're kind of bragging about it. She said that that would make her a little apprehensive about what they're doing, you know, I tend to, personally, when I'm doing this thing, I don't go balls to the wall immediately on them. I, I ease them up and work them up to it. You know, it's like, you know, sport play. You know, a little bit of rubbing, a little bit of spanking. You know, I definitely say, you know, your first time doing it, you know, hit them with a gentle one to let them know how it actually feels. You know, maybe rub it across their skin or, you know, rub your rope. And then, you know, maybe do it a little bit tighter or a little bit harder so they can get the adjustments and, okay, cool. And maybe do a couple of um, hard hits to see where the threshold is because may, you may hit them and they're like, oh, that's too hard. Then you, you know, you use back because you, at the end of the day, you want to make it enjoyable for everybody. And it's not, although I'm a sadist and I enjoy inflicting pain, I also want this to last and be enjoyable. So it's not me getting off on it hurting somebody, like legitimately 
injuring somebody, you know. I, and I had to use football terms, you know, it's different between being hurt and being injured. When you're injured, there's steps you have to take to get back to being at homeostasis. But when you're hurt, it's just a little bit of an annoyance. You know what I'm saying? I, I got you. So, yeah. like, so my whole thing is when, for me, when I'm first meeting someone new in the scene I have never seen before, I'm not going from zero to 100 in like 4.3 seconds. You know what I mean? No. Like, it's a general, it's a, it's a gradual step up and um, pain force and all that other stuff. And like you said, being a sadist, you get pleasure from hurting someone, but you're, you're not, it all depends who you talk to. Like you talk to a, a, a bottom and they'd be like, yeah, they hurt me. Like when he bit me, like it hurt. Like I still feel his teeth marks in my skin type deal. Like, ow. When, he, yeah. when I touch it, like that, that is hurt, you know? Um, but it's not a, um, it's a consensual hurt. Let's say it that way. It's a consensual hurt. Yeah. And it's not to the point where like I'm biting you, you know, you feel it, you know, you put your shirt on, oh, it hurts, yeah. But it's not to the point where you're like, damn, do I need to be worried about putting um, antibacterial infectants on it? Do I need to get stitches, you know? You know, and, and you know, it, it, like I said, it all depends on the person you're dealing with, the bottom you're dealing with, or the submissive you're dealing with. Now, with your submissive, you know, the more you deal with them, you know, of course, the tolerance goes up, and of course, you can elevate with that. But when you're meeting somebody new, you generally don't want to just go to the level I would take for my submissive because she's dealt with me for a long time, and she understand, and I understand her pain level. And, you know, like for instance, um, the last thing I had last night. After we got done, she was like, you know, I can definitely tell that my, my tolerance is going up. So, you know, you can go a little bit, a little bit higher. And I was like, mm-hmm. okay, cool. But, you know, that was her determining that she wanted to go further. Not me saying, okay, we've done this, you know, for five or six weeks. It's time to take it up to the next level. Mm-hmm. I, I, huh? Like, that's all part of negotiating before the scene. Like, okay, so we did this last scene. Like, okay, so this scene... You know, you want to try a little something a little bit harder. You want me to like hit you a little bit harder this time. That's all goes to the communication that you have with the person that you have been seen with. I agree, and, and you know, and to the other uh, to the other side on the downside, you know, if you're not comfortable doing a certain impact play or role play, and you're not for whatever reason, if you're not comfortable, you know, you can you can stop the scene too. You can say, "Hey, Red, I'm I'm not comfortable doing this, or I'm not experienced enough." So I don't think that. It's not just for them, it's also for the dime, which a lot of times is overlooked. Because I mean, there may be there may be instances where your sub says, Hey, hit me hard, or the bottom like, hit me hard, and you're not comfortable hitting them, whether it's because of the tool you're using or because you feel like your next level could seriously hurt them. So it's okay for everybody involved to use safe words. Now now that calls like I said before, that all comes down to negotiation, like what you yeah. discussed beforehand. Like I'm only going up to this level and when I feel like I reach my level of how hard I want to hit you, I'm gonna stop there. I'm not gonna go over this, you know? And as a dominant, as a bottom, each person that you have a scene with is different when you go into different people. If you only seen with one person, that person knows how you swing, how you hit, and how you gradually go up and, you know, how hard you hit. Now, if you have someone new, they don't know how you swing. They don't know how you, and 
how you do your thing. So it's a little different when it comes to someone you know from someone you do and pick up play with. Yeah, I, I totally agree. You know, and how would you feel? And there's a question on on the on the vice versa side. If you met a bottom or a submissive or a slave who said, "Oh, you know, every time I'm in the scene, I make I make the dimes tap out. They just can't they can't hang with my 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 pain threshold." Would you would you be alarmed, or would you take that as a challenge, or would you be like, "You know what? That's nothing I'm really concerned about." Because I feel like there are some folks that could do that. And would you feel that's toxic? Now, my goal is to get my enjoyment out of it and on a submissive or bottom that I'm talking with doing pickup play, we have to negotiate where that, um, that, middle, that middle ground is. Like, okay, so I, only want, I want to do this. This will please me to get my rocks off. What is it that, you know, this is where I get my rocks off. Where do you get your rocks off at? And if we're our rocks get off together at don't match or we can't meet any type of way then it sounds like me and you can't sing you need to go find someone else that'll match you and i go find somebody else who will match me it's okay it's okay to say no we're not you know compatible to have a scene and maybe you need to go find somebody else or i'm not experienced to take you to the to the level that you want to go and you're not and you're not experienced enough to um go to the level that i want you to go all right, fun question and taboo mm-hmm. question that I've mm-hmm. heard a lot of people say that there are some subs who don't, and this is more for the bottom than a top. I don't feel like, or a dime feel like they should have this rule in their repertoire where, you know, have you, oh, well, for one, have you ever met a sub that says, hey, I don't use safe words, I don't have safe words? No. And, you know, do you feel like if you met a dime or a master who said, yo, I don't, really want to deal with people who have safe words. How do you feel about those that that category of people? Because I know that's a taboo thing to say when you meet a sub who says, hey, I don't have safe words, or a dom that says, hey, I don't believe my sub should have safe words or because I would know, I should know your body well enough to know when you're done. Hmm. So I cannot tell you how to protect yourself. All I can do is say, it might not be the best thing for you to say. Like it might not be the best dominant or master for you to seem with if they say they don't use safe words. Um, and as a dominant or master, that might not be the best thing for you to play with someone who don't use safe words because how do you know when you break that consent barrier? You'll never know until you get that kind of consent violation charged on you. And you'd be like, we, did, we, we negotiated no safe words. And then now you in you're getting looked at sideways by the community because you got a consent violation, you know, out there in the world on you. And you like, I did everything I was supposed to do. We didn't have no safe words. The safe words are to protect you and the person that you're playing with. Yeah, um, I, I totally agree. Um, I, I would feel like if I met a submissive that didn't use safe words, I probably wouldn't play with them at all just because um, to keep myself safe and to keep them safe, I'm like, that's just nothing I really want to do. And if I met a Don and said, hey, he doesn't feel that he needs to use safe words, he feel like he would know that when the bottom or submissive is satisfied, I would probably not associate with them as much. I may be like, hey, I know them, but I wouldn't recommend anybody play with them because, I mean, 
I don't care how much you know somebody and you feel like you know them. I mean, it could be anything that could cause them to want to use that safe word or Colorado. So, I mean, it doesn't matter how many scenes you've done with somebody. Every scene is different. Every scene brings new um, stimulants and new degrees of intensity. So, I don't care if you spanked your submissive 500 times. The next time you may be like, oh, I don't need to be concerned when she uses her safe word because I know when she's great. That's not true because I've had scenes where with my submissive well, I, I didn't even go as ham as I went on other scenes, but just the way I did it that time, it was enough for her to be like, hey, I'm done, I'm satisfied. So you, you know, using that kind of mentality, you may feel like, oh, I've done harder, they should be able to take more. No, when they say it's done, it's done. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I definitely feel like, you know, People who don't use safe words, whether they're submissive or dime or master or, or top or bottom, I would definitely say take that with a grain of salt. And if they don't use them, you would say, hey, I, if I'm playing with you, I will feel comfortable if we use a safe word. And if they don't want to agree with to that negotiation um, thing, then I probably would recommend you don't play with them. So my recommendation is no matter what that person says, you should definitely try to negotiate a safe word or an out. And, you know, remember, you have to use verbal if necessary and nonverbal if there's something impeding them from being able to use the safe word, mm-hmm. verbal. So we're not going to get into nonverbal just quite yet. Um, well, I mean, I'm just like, no, 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 no. I, I got you. I got you. I just want to say something like my slave is collared on and we've been together for uh, a grip and she still has her safe words intact. In like she's still able to use um, green, yellow, red. She has used red before due to the different type of play we were doing. Primal play is something totally different if you're in a different mindset than regular play. So you never know. It's best just to have safe words. Just, just the standard ones will work. Green, yellow, red. Green is everything is cool. You can continue. Yellow is maybe you need to turn it down a little bit. I'm getting closer to red. And red is just like stop completely. Like that's yeah. the end of scene. Red isn't stop, see what's going on, and then start up again. Red is end, donezo. So before you get to red, and you, you want to keep on playing, right? Like you're not ready to stop. When they say yellow, all right, yellow isn't quite red. I can keep on going and enjoying myself, but if I go any harder, it's gonna reach red and then we're gonna stop. So let me control myself, stay yellow and below. And so we both can enjoy the scene and the time we spend together. Yeah. Um, and you know, and to be, to be, to rinse, breathe, affirm that it doesn't always have to be because you use the impact play or power play. It could be you you having a, um, a degradation scene where you're just verbally degrading them or verbally abusing them, if that's what y'all are into. Those safe words can still be used for those, so it's not just you using it for physical um, punishments. I mean, it, you can even come right in the middle of, of um, sexual intercourse you know you may be 
you may be lasting all night. You may be like, hey, it's gonna be an all night situation. And they're like, you know, 30 minutes into it, hey, look, this has been fun, but I'm done. My, hey, she's she's been satisfied more than enough. Then hey, you know, maybe you need to go ahead on and just rub it on out. So, you know, it's, the same word don't just apply to when you're having a physical impact scene or um, whatever. I mean, it could be even in the middle of having um, oral stimulation, whether, you know, it's she's giving you oral stimulation or you give her oral stimulation. So don't think that safe words only apply when you're in the middle of a impact scene or a primal type scene. It, it applies to all scenes. Okay, and I want to put this disclaimer out there. I thought about it saying, fuck, oh shit, like that hurt isn't the same as saying a safe word. Um, yes. You Once you start playing with someone new, they say, fuck, oh shit, you know, that hurt. You go in and be like, are you okay? You good? And they say, yeah, 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 I'm good. It's just, you know, I just said fuck, you know? And you be like, okay. So I just wanted to make sure you was all good before I continue beating that ass. So, <laughs> you know, you go back to being that ass. And she, she um, That person says, you know, fuck, oh shit, <laughs> you know, that hurt. You know, you still in the good, you still in the green until that person's yeah. like, yellow, yellow, oh shit, that didn't hurt. Give me a second, you know? So as you plan, you get to know the person and you get this key off on and if they're moving around, some people like to move around. Some people, when you hit them, they, play, they jump and stuff like that. You know, and like your first time hitting someone and they jump and they, you be like, did I hit them too hard? It's okay to be like, go in and check, you know, like rub it, be like, you good? You know, did I hit you too hard? Are we still in the green? And they'd be like, yeah, 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 yeah. We still in the green, we still in the green. That one is, that one just surprised me a little bit. And then you, you, you can go back and be like, okay, keep on going. Yeah, I'm, good. I'm guilty of doing that. Like, you know, even with myself, like <laughs> we'll be doing stuff and I'm like, yo, you good? Like she's burning me. Oh my God. You're killing me. Yo, you good? Like, I mean, I don't want to kill you. Because she's like, no, nah, nah, you're going. I mean, like, you know, there, there is a bit of, you know, a reservation there where you're like, you know, there's been a couple times she's like, oh my God, like you're killing me. I'm like, yo, am I killing you? She's like, no, nah, like keep going. You're like, oh my bad. Like, why you stop? You know, I'm like, yo, you say you're killing me. So, you know, you're like, all right, you know, I'll be, I've been known to be in the middle of it. You know, I'll stop, I'll rub it up, rub it out a little bit just to make sure I can keep going. She's like, why you stopping? I'm like, hey, you was over there doing a lot. So, you know, when you got a spermer, you got to, you got to check one of the things. It ain't a bad, it's not a bad thing to stop in the middle of a scene. You know, just to just to check on everything, make sure everything going good, make sure mm -hmm. all the vitals are good. You know, hey, you know, I'm pretty sure when doctors doing surgery, they be checking the vitals. You gotta check the vitals sometimes. <laughs> yeah, I need the vital check, nurse. Yeah, you know, you know it's always it's like a fun thing. Like you hit them and they jump and they move around. You go in, but like you good? Like did that one that one shock you or something? Like you just make like yeah. um, take a lot of the tank the tension out of the air. You be like. I guess that one that did that one hurt you? And they can yes. be like, yeah, that one hurt me. But you can do it again though, you know? Yeah, you know, I mean, I've been in the middle, I hit her one time in the middle of it, in the middle of cussing, I hit her again. She stopped cussing. I'm like, whoa, well, you good? Like, she was like, yeah, like, I'm good. Like, you know, like, <laughs> you, know you hit somebody, the, the sound go out, you're like, what happened to the sound? 
it's it's definitely. I mean, we're we we like we're lightly talking about it. I mean, it's it's a real thing, you know. I don't know, like, I mean, when I first was doing scenes, I was like, I didn't know. I was like, wait, am I supposed to check? So I just checked because I was like, hey, I'm gonna make sure this can keep going. I didn't want to be like, yo, use a real animal. So you know, I just, <laughs> you know, I, you know, maybe that, maybe that, maybe a soft dime in me. I don't know, but I'll be like, yo, you good? So I always say, you know, make sure that you check on on your submissive, and you know, hey, listen, you know, if you ain't with it, like, you know, I got gifted a heavy flogger, and you know, if your arm is you get tired with the with the hitting of the heavy flogger, it's okay to, you know, put the flogger down and get another two. Mm-hmm. You know, if, if, if your hand is stinging because you done wiped them up a couple times, you're like, look, hey, listen, my hand is kind of stinging. You might if I switch to this object to get my hand a break. Mm-hmm. That's fine. So, you know, there, there are different reasons why you have to stop in the middle of a scene. So, you know, and, you know, like I said, at the end of the day, it's not a bad thing if they use it and it's not, in my eyes, it's not a goal that I'm shooting for. You know, I'll reiterate again, you want to make sure that everybody's having fun. Now, okay, so I have a question for you. Have you, I don't know if you ran into it because you still kind of fresh in the scene or have you ever heard of a super masso? Is that somebody who just takes a hell of pain? Yes, it's someone who takes hell of pain. I've met one where they were like, yo, I want you to punch me in the chest. I was like, I'm not comfortable with that. <laughs> like, I've heard people being like, yo, I had a dude kick me in the chest. I was like, oh, no, nah, I'm good. Like, yeah, yeah I mean, there's, there's some super, there's some super ones, you know, they hit super saiyan mode on you. They were like, yo, rock my jaw. You're like, whoa, wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. You know, I mean, um, uh, yeah, I mean, there, there are some super, I'm going to call them super saiyan. Super saiyans out there, they like, yo, you really need to put that you know, and, and understand like with your with your uh, with your status and your stuff, you need to know your own personal limits, what you're comfortable doing, what you're not comfortable. With. You know, and if you get a super, no, go ahead, man. Okay, I'll, somebody, somebody said something. And, I was uh, gonna say something, but you good? Go ahead, man. And you know, they um, you know, there's been times I've met some 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 status, some um, masks, and they were like, "Hey, this," and I was like, "Yo, I'm not comfortable." <laughs> and that's fine. And you know, some people want like some harder stuff. Be like, hey, I'm maybe I can be there one day, but I'm not there. And when I get there, I will come talk to you. But right now, I'm not there. So you know, there are some people that are extremely with it. You know, they want they don't want just a belt. They may want something with some spurs on it to get up. Hey, if you ain't there yet, it's fine. And yeah. look, if you if you if you going hard in the pain and you over there sweating and dying and you beating with everything you got, you t- you touch your soul is hitting them and they like, it's all you got. Well, hey, maybe that's maybe, maybe that's not the the route you need, maybe that's not the kind of person you need to play with all the time. Maybe you need to hand it to your man. <laughs> so and you know, it'd be like that. Have you met have you ran into one that was like, yo, like wrecked me and you were like, hey. I know a couple um submissives or slaves that high that have high pain tolerance i have not played with them um before um like i've seen some of these things in like uh, the local well not the local but like conferences during play spaces and whatnot and i'm like oh that gotta hurt <laughs> like um like some of the whip scenes and everything else like I'm pretty sure that hurt. Um, yeah, true, that hurt. 
Mm -hmm. Like, um, you see the welt and everything else, and you're like, oh, I'm pretty sure that hurt. And they, they got multiple, that, and, and they're like, they got multiple welts on their back and the butt and leg, you know. Um, me personally, I think I'd be okay going there with someone that I, I trusted going there with. Like, when you're doing primal play or you're getting very deep into the pain um, area, some, sometimes something clicks within you that you might not register what's going on around you. And when I was in my mentorship program with Austin, I talked to a master and he said it was a good thing to have a spotter for the dominant and a spotter for the submissive. Someone that has known you for a while that can look at you and be like, okay, something's different with him. He switched somewhere else. Maybe it's time for me to step in and be like, are you okay? Just to make sure that that um, top is good. The same thing with the bottom. The bottom is looking at the submissive. Um, reading their tell um, telltales because that person knows them and they're able to be like, okay, this person has checked out. They are not on the surface anymore. They're deep, 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 deep into stuff space or they no longer can um, physically or verbally react to the things that you're doing to them. So when they, when you go on like real hard in the paint, you wanna make sure that you have that, I guess it'd be like a second level of security. Like your first yeah. level, your first level would be like your safe words, your second level would be your spotters that, that looks over you and that's a missile when you're doing like an in-depth hard, Hardcore scene. Uh, uh, I guess for those for my comic book fans, I guess I'd be like, you going to your third, your third berserker rage, and you just gone. Mm -hmm. You know the lights is on, but hey, you ain't there. You just gone. And yeah, I mean, I've I haven't fully went there, but I felt myself. I was like, I was I was in zone. And I was I was there, and I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. come on back. So I mean, you know. Um, if I'm doing an intense thing like that and I feel like it was going to be super intense, I would definitely want a spotter. You know, it's like weightlifting. You know, you get a weight you ain't used to doing. You mm -hmm. need a spotter. Somebody be like, yo, bro, like, come on back. You, when you berserk out there, you left. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, and some submissive, especially if they're super, especially if, even if they're not a complete super masochist, that, that scene may push them into super masochism zone and they're like, yo, they just they left and they just, their, their endorphins is kicking and they forgot everything. You know, I've seen, I've seen some pictures where I look at them like, bro, like, baby, we need some cocoa butter. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you need some Vaseline on that back or that, or that tailbone. No, okay, so do you think it's a bad thing to push limits? Um, I'm going to say no with a grain of salt, with a big, not even a grain of salt, with a massive heaping dump truck of salt. I feel like Depending, like, uh, but I've learned that certain hard limits can be pushed depending on the time barrier it it goes through. So, you know, I mean, I use this analogy. It's like somebody who dates somebody and you have kids. 
it may be a hard limit that they don't meet your kids for six, seven months. And once that limit is reached, then you start introducing them. So, I mean, it depends on what kind of hard limit it is. And it's not for the dominant to decide if they want to move that hard limit. It's for the bottom or the submissive. Mm-hmm. So if, if a submissive says, hey, look, I'm not comfortable with whips, that's a hard limit for me. And, you know, maybe six, seven months down the line, maybe, you know, y'all go to a carpet and you see somebody, she actually sees somebody get whipped and it looks the same. Maybe she might be like, hey, sir, maybe that's not so much of a hard limit like I thought it was. So, yeah. Okay, so I have a question for you going along with that uh, scenario. Um, Would you let the person who did the class um, that you're submissive or bottom taste how it would be to be whipped or would it you learn it and then go on it from there um i probably would first go talk to the person who held the class i probably would like as as i always do with my submission when she tells me something i'll say uh all right cool and that's what i do i just say okay cool and then i personally myself go out and maybe after the uh, thing is over and i see the see the master or the demonstrator do it. Like, hey, listen, uh, I seen you did this. I really wasn't interested in the beginning, but this is something that my my submissive has is interested in and, and I feel comfortable enough that I could try, maybe eventually try. You know, are you holding another class? And if so, can I come? And, you know, I'll probably come and I will learn, I will learn how to use the equipment, how to probably use the safe side. Then I will bring her to watch her so she can learn her safe side on it. And then I wouldn't take it to the house to play with it. I probably would do it in that facility with them to make sure I'm doing it correctly, three or four, five, six. How many of times I feel like I'm comfortable so I can take it back to the house and then we can do it then. So yeah, I would definitely learn it. I wouldn't be like, oh yeah, cool. Let me go get one tomorrow and let's go try it out the next day. No, no, I would, I, I would definitely want to do some research and make sure that I'm keeping her safe and keeping myself safe. But at the end of the day, I don't want to damage my submissive to the point where they don't trust me. So yeah, I would definitely make sure I learn how to do stuff. And you know, um, and even if it's something that you feel like, if it's, if it's something like, and you feel like you can learn over, and I'm not saying do this, I'm not saying do this for everything. But if you feel like it's something that you could learn over watching a YouTube video several times, then maybe you, you know, you put up a you put up a, a bed frame or like a mattress or something. You practice that way a couple of times, and then maybe you know you can do it that way. But I definitely say if you see something that's I'm not gonna say I'm doing say anything that you feel like you need to have somebody spot you or actually teach you, then yeah, go ahead and do that. I'm not I would not tell you by any means to go hit on YouTube. Don't say hey, Phil said. Go to YouTube and just figure out how to do it. I'm like, no, if you feel, you know, it's like with whips, I don't feel comfortable enough learning how to hit somebody with a whip by watching a, t- a YouTube tutorial because God knows I don't want to hit myself mm-hmm. and I ain't trying to destroy them. So I would probably go learn from somebody else. Um, I have a question for you since you said yeah. that. Do you have, um, you feel comfortable looking on YouTube to learn how to hit somebody with a flogger? Yes, because I went on YouTube and I got a horse crop, like I get the horse crop, and I watched a couple of videos and I went and I practiced a couple of times. And even before I used it on my submissive, I asked her, she said, okay, 
and I tapped her a couple times and I made sure that my aim was right. And we, you know, we, we, we worked through it. So, you know, with a flogger, same thing. It won't be, I won't go with it and be like, I'm about to master this tomorrow. Like, you know, practice with it, you know, practice different ways of swinging make sure, you know, I'm not balls into the walls. And then, you know, even the first time we do it, it'll probably be a very, very light play. And it may not even be used that much in the scene. It may be used a couple of times and then we'll go back to something I'm more comfortable with. And then after that, I'll be like, hey, what did you think about when I used flogger? And so, yeah. Very those are my those are my normal things. I'll, I'll use something for the first time, maybe two or three times. And then, or, you know, maybe not two or three times, maybe a certain amount of time, whatever I feel comfortable with. And then I'll switch to something I'm more comfortable with that I can go harder with. So I don't go balls to the wall with something I just played with. I tend to use it a couple of times. And then as I feel comfortable with it and as I feel her body's comfortable with it, then I go to the next level. Gotcha. Very good. Very good. No, thank you. So do you want to hop into the nonverbal things or do you, you have some questions for me on yeah. hitting the um, pushing the limits or anything? Yeah, um, with um, with toys that you haven't played with, how did you go about using them? I mean, I know with rope, I know you uh, I know you went to some classes. I know you, I think you tied yourself a couple of times mm -hmm. or tied knots. I know, you, I know you at least worked on your tying knots. Yeah. Do you tend to go to classes first or depending on the, the the uh, technical difficulties of it. Do you tend to go to classes or do you tend to try to see if you can figure it on your own? Depending on the level of difficulty. Yes, there, there's a lot of different levels of difficulty. Um, there's a 101, 201, 301. Um, like the 101 things, like doing like using rope for instance, like the single column or double column, I can use the single column on myself to get used to tying it like, or the double column, like when it went, it's a sidebar, single column is when you're just doing the wrist, double column is when you're doing both your wrist or both your ankles, like pitting two columns together. All right, going back. Um, when it went to something more like 201, like a body, a body harness or um, certain, type of ties that the hands behind your back or anything like that. Like I didn't do any of that stuff until I watched someone else do it or they walked me through it and they watched me do it. Um, when it came to suspension, um, I learned the ties from the person. Like I get at the ties first or decent at the ties first before I even went to doing the suspension part. Um, during the suspension part, my teacher was there. He walked me through it. He supervised. He answered any questions that I had for him, and he assisted where I need assistance during the scene. Um, outside of rope, um, a lot of the flogging was just me watching other people, and I maybe went to one class on vlogging that I really got something from. And I say the biggest thing that I wanted to have someone there for to do, I would say with needle play. I would say needle play was something that's a little bit more risky than um, rope or flogging. 
because you're playing with blood. You got a sharp object. You know, it's a little bit more things that you you might need to know or have in your tool bag when it comes to it. So the first time we did needle play, um, we both was in the class. Uh, we both watched the, both watched the teacher do the needle play on the, mm, the bottom. And I was even lucky enough to put a needle through the demo bottom. I was like, okay, sure, yeah, I put a needle through it, sure, why not? And he walked me through it. Like she was already used to getting needles stuck in there. So I was like, I want to try it out. Sure, why not? So I put the needle through it. And Bunny was like, I want to try needles. Like we did something fun. She got a, um, what is that? Like a rope necklace. It was like, we. she did like needles and she had um, a needle necklace on her chest. It was pretty awesome. Um, and he assisted or did, like I assisted him with it so she can have that experience and I can see what he was doing before I even attempted to do anything like that. So I was, short answer is yes, I get information from other people when doing more risky things like rough body play, like meal play, those type of things. Suspension. No, I'm not, I'm, I'm going to put this camera. Just because your girl weighs 95 pounds don't mean that you should be able to suspend her with ease. Very you, know, better, you know, a lot of people feel like, you know, I would imagine, you know, oh, you know, she's only 95 pounds. It shouldn't be that hard to suspend her without hurting her. You know, like, you know what you're doing. And, you know, I would wonder if you being a, a rigger, I would wonder if somebody would say, hey, Twist, I went and got a mannequin from my job or somebody gifted me with a mannequin I found and I wanted to use the mannequin to, to kind of practice time. Would that be a good thing to use? A mannequin would be a good thing to use to work on the tying techniques, yes. Like um, floor work. Floor work is something that you don't suspend the person at all. The person is staying feet on the ground and you tie them up. When it comes to suspension, a mannequin wouldn't quite work the same because when suspension comes into play, the body moves differently than a mannequin and everybody's body is different. You gotta think about muscle, joints, all the other good stuff. A mannequin doesn't have muscle joints or knee pain, elbow pain, back pain, you know what I mean? So it's different. But to get like to get to get the basic knowledge of like a body harness, or I'm sorry, a chest harness or a hip harness, or a single column, a double, double column, a mannequin would be okay. Yeah. So going back to the safe words, we, we got we got a little bit off, but I mean it was fine. It's your fault. It always is. It always is. Um, going back to like going back to all with that with the safe words, you know, uh, time back everything we say. Nonverbal. Think it's on nonverbal. Yeah, nonverbal. That went to nonverbal. Um, you know, nonverbal. You use those whether you know you're. Let's say you're at a at a at a scene. At, you're in a you're in a play dungeon and it's flashing light, and you know they're strobing. And you may not be able to see what they're doing. I've heard somebody say you know they'll 
give him a handkerchief or something. And when that handkerchief dropped, scene is over. Mm-hmm. You know, or, you know, they, you know, I've been in the scenes where, you know, they had to use, if the hands are free, you know, use your hands, um, anything. I, I you know, I wouldn't say the scene is over if the handkerchief, handkerchief dropped. I mean, you say that, that, that I don't say that put too much pressure on the submissive or bottom to hold on to that handkerchief for dear life. Like I don't yeah. want it to stop. Like you say, if it, well, I mean, if, if, it, it, if drops, it drops, if it drops, you you need me to come checking in on you to see what's going on because you yeah. dropped it. Yes. And you know they could have dropped it because you know you hit them with a, you might have stopped for a minute and just let it sit and let it marinate. You just hit them with a good sting and they oh and you know it drops right. <laughs> you know those are things. So I mean just because the handkerchief drops. Or, you know, maybe you have it in their mouth and their eye, you know, probably won't recommend you put it in their mouth because they probably, they might be moaning and groaning and stuff. But, you know, that's a way, that's one of the things where, like, you know, if they drop it, then, you know, check, hey, look, did you drop it because it was too good? Or did you drop it because, hey, I'm, I'm done? So, you know, it's different things you need to check for. You know, there's no, with those things, those non-verbal cues, especially when, you're using another object to determine whether it is definitely check on why it was dropped or whatever. But if they're using, if they're able to use their fingers or their hands, like hey, once or whatever, you know, definitely check, you know, did you mean to throw up the three or, you know, whatever. So it's always good to be mindful to make sure that you're, this is not the type of situation where you want to get lost in yourself. Mm-hmm. It's okay to get a little bit lost, but you need to also be make sure that you're mindful of what's going on everywhere. Gotcha. I uh, I know he said something about tapping out too. Do you think tapping out is a bottle's responsibility or is it both responsibility? I mean, that's in terms. That's on both. I mean, you know, if your arm, if you've been beaten for forty-five minutes and you feel like your arm about to get thrown out, you can tap out. It's fine. Like you know, I don't feel like tapping out is 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 makes you less on. of a dominant or less of a master. Like if you, no. it's like ah, yeah, I'm I'm done. I tap out. But, I mean, it's just like, you know, if, if you're done, you're done. I mean, it ain't, it ain't the end of the world. It's, hey, you know, I've, I've had enough. I, my body's done. I'm tired. Or, you know, hey, maybe the scene is running its course in your mind. Hey, do you think the, it's okay for the dominant to say to the submissive or bottom that you had enough? Yeah, I mean, it's fine. I mean, it, I don't see it's a problem for you to say, hey, look, I've had enough. This is Randy's course. You know, it may be a scene where you know it may be a day where you know you're doing the scene. And you're like, I'm, 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 I'm enjoying it, but this ain't really where it's at for me right now. So I'm just gonna call it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's okay. You know, you may get into the scene and think you're really about to go for a long time, and you get there, and you're like, you know what, I've had enough. So I don't think it's a shot on on the dominant if they call the scene. Oh, I mean, it's, like I was saying. Um, it goes to either one. It doesn't really matter for me. It's whoever, when you're done, you're done. It doesn't matter if, you know, just like, just like I just said, when the sub colors out or taps out, this, the scene's over whenever. If the dom says, hey, I've had enough, it's over. Okay. You think we good? Like, I, think, yeah. I think we good. You think we good? I think we good. Yeah. Right. You know what I got? Next time on the Twisted Villain Podcast, we'll be going over pandemic ideas for new people in the lifestyle. Y'all just been villainized. Listen, I'm the villain. Yo, that's the twist. And we out. Peace.